welcome back to my podcast and if you're new welcome to this wonderful family and in case you didn't already know i upload every day at 7 p.m every week so please make sure you subscribe so that you get notified every time that i post a new podcast episode and please if you do enjoy this episode please leave a rating so that more people can listen to this podcast and join this amazing community of lovely people but i have an announcement in this episode so make sure you listen till the end but without further ado let's just get started and welcome back to my podcast in this podcast episode i'll be just talking about social media detox which is something i personally do regularly and many people don't actually know what it is and i'll just be trying to persuade you to write it to make you give it a go basically but first of all you probably want to know like what the heck is social media detox a social media detox is a conscious elimination of social media use and consumption for a set period of time. Generally, most social media detoxes are between a week to a month. And ideally, you're completely eliminating social media use and consumption. This means deleting and removing all social media apps from your phone and, in some cases, where it's possible, temporarily disabling your social media accounts. Um, let me be honest with you, I, how often do I do this? Um, I do it like at least once every two months, um, especially when it's exam season or something like I need to get a goal completed and my phone is getting in the way I will do it uh but like I'm gonna like tell you why you should give it a go and take a social media detox if you're listening you're probably thinking about taking some time off of social media and you should probably do it and that should be a reason enough if you feel like social media has taken over your life by the way, you'd go and check out my previous epi- podcast episode because it talks a bit about the pros and the cons of social media. So if you haven't already, go and listen to that because it's a really good podcast episode. But anyway, if you feel like social media has taken over your life, if it preoccupies your mind or if you find yourself constantly and habitually reaching for your phone, these might be the signs that it's time for a break. First of all, I need to clear your mind. Like a social media detox gives you a chance to clear your mind. We're sucked into the online world of pretty filters on models and influences of friends' curated version of their life and photos and, and captions and news headlines designed to spark emotional reaction. And this is all a recipe for disaster when it comes to our mental health. It's unnecessary clutter, it's informational junk food, and ultimately most of it is useless to you besides disturbing your tranquility. 
imagine how much better use of your time and mental energy could go into the things you actually care about or changes you can actually affect on the world. Taking a break from social media gives you a chance to take a step back and really evaluate what's most important in your life and what is a much better use of your time and mental space. And the second part is to take back control of your digital habits. It also gives you bad control of your phone and your digital habits. Social media apps and websites are designed to get you addicted to the feedback loops, notification, likes and instant gratification it gives you. Just so you know, I, there are some pros of social media, so you need to go and listen to that before you listen to this because I feel like I'm kind of like really negative but like truthful at the same time as podcast. I won't really be saying the pros of it, but anyways. It also like so social media talks also gives you bad control of your phone and your digital habits. Social media apps and websites are designed to get you addicted to the feedback loops. Notification likes and instant gratification that it gives you. And like every time you pull down the screen and refresh hoping for a notification or like which I think everyone's done, you're pulling down the slot machine arm hoping there's something new to stimulate you. And when there's a new like, favourite comment, you get a little bit of that happiness hit and this is intentional. These apps and websites have been optimised and have been created on for years by behaviour scientists and psychologists hired by these tech companies to keep engaged with their application. Why? So you keep coming back and stay on their platform longer. The longer you stay on the platform and the more you come back, the more as they can serve you. And the more as they can serve you, the more money they can make from you. This creates an incentive for these tech companies to optimise their platform against the spirit of their original intention or mission. It isn't really about connecting you with people. Mm. Bit contradicting, it's just about keeping your brain addicted. It gets to a point where you're no longer really in control of your digital habits and it becomes compulsive. You check your feed first thing in the morning, you check it every time you get a notification and you're glued to your screen even when you're trying to spend quality time with people. Guys, be honest with me, am I saying the truth? <laughs> Although the truth can be painful, everything that I'm saying right now is super true. Finally, the last reason to take a social media de- detox is simply the benefits of taking a break from social media. So, are there any real benefits to taking a social media detox? Mm, well, let me give you a few. First of all, more free time. When you start social media detox, you may find yourself a little bit bored because you're so used to it. That compulsion to open Twitter or Instagram or YouTube, whenever your phone is in your hand, will need to be replaced with something. The amount of time you spend on your phone will have to be used for something else. Hopefully, something much more productive, especially if you're a student, why are you going to take that time to study? Why are you going to take that time to spend time with family, friends, and park in nature? If social media was your way to stay informed on issues you care about, instead of consuming information, 
why not spend this time taking action and actually doing something? And if social media was your way to stay in touch with friends, write them a letter. Why don't we just go back to those olden days or spend more time in person with people you care about? And the second one is less anxiety, which is one of the main reasons that people do take social media talks. What will happen after a week or so is with more and more mental clutter out of the way, you'll no longer fall prey to the worry of the day that makes the headlines, feeds or trends on special on special sorry, on social media. With enough time you'll find yourself being more positive since social media turns to jaders and makers cynical. You'll also find yourself comparing yourself less to other people. You'll no longer feel like you'll have to keep up with the Jones or whoever, so to speak. This will help lower your anxiety significantly. There's a lot of evidence that suggests most of the today's anxiety comes from social media use and consumption. You'll also have better warnings. Most people check their phones, mm-hmm, I've been a prey to this, first thing in the morning and some of those people immediately open up social media app upon waking. They see the alert and notification and they need to investigate it. This sets the tone for the rest of the morning and sometimes even the rest of the day. Intentionally staying away from social media forces you to use time either in the morning or during your commute to work or while you drinking your morning coffee in a different way. Instead of reading a feed, read a book. Instead of taking some photos from Instagram, take a quick morning walk. Instead of seeing what so and so tweeted, notice what thoughts enter your mind with a morning prayer or meditation. Uh, how do you take a social media detox? Here's a step-to-step process to take a social media detox. On the surface, it may seem pretty simple, but we're going to walk it through anyway to ensure that you guys are set up for success with it. First of all, tell people. The first step to take in the social media detox is to tell people. Tell people you interact the most with, with your family members, your friends, the people around you, and this will do a few things. First, it will keep you accountable. If you're back within a few days, <laughs> tweeting or posting photos, people you talk to will hopefully call you out on it. This will help you to stick with the detox. Personally, I tell my parents, mm. and if it gets really serious, I actually tell them to take my phone. <laughs> but anyways, that's for another time. Secondly, it will let people know you haven't disappeared if you wind up sticking with it. If you end up sticking with it. Most people don't really care and some may not even notice, but don't take it personally. And second step is to delete the apps and pop the websites. Especially on your phone. This step is lit this is like the main purpose is so required. I can almost guarantee you that you will not succeed if you keep the apps on your phone during the detox. Or you try to rationalise to yourself that you'll only check them once a week. For this to work, you'll need to disconnect completely. I try just to like put them in a folder somewhere and say, and you'll don't go on it, but you do end up. But when you delete it, it does really help. Mm, if it 
does seem a bit hard, try a shorty detox. You may also want to install an app or tool on your computer that can block out social media websites for you. This isn't required, but it's beneficial, especially if you check social media on your computer or laptop. Personally, I don't do that, but maybe you do, so maybe that might work for you. And if you're struggling despite deleting apps, have a trusted family member or friend change the password to your accounts. And make sure they remember, and only give them to you after the detox is over. This is the extreme case, but I thought it's worth putting it out there for those that need it. The next part is to plan what you'll do during your detox. The last step is to plan what you will do and actually fill your time with things you plan to do. You may end up surprised at how much time you'll find during the day that you otherwise would have occupied with your social media habit and this happens to me all the time. I just realised that I have so much more time the day when my phone or social media apps isn't on me and if possible try to replace your social media habit with something that doesn't involve technology. I suggest this because using your phone or laptop to replace a digital habit isn't really that productive. Some suggestions that I found useful was reading, spending time with family friends, learning something new, working on side projects that I have, um, platform that I'm using, creating ideas for my YouTube video podcast and website ideas, homework assignments, um, exercise, traveling and shop. <laughs> also, some of the best times are when you don't have your phone with you. But if you need to place your digital habit, more productive digital habit, here are a few suggestions. Download Kindle on your phone and read books during downtime. Border slash boredom instead of looking at social media. Listen to podcasts, audiobooks, listen to my podcast. <laughs> Not trying to do self promo here. Um, next one is to write. And finally, take an online course. Okay, FOMO. This is the like topic in itself, but I'll talk a bit about it now. How to deal with FOMO, and if you know what that is, fear of missing out. One of the most prominent objections to taking a social media detox is how will I know what's going on? Often, there's a sense of FOMO over missing out. For some social media, is how they consume most of their news and stay informed. For others, it's how they keep in touch with friends they aren't able to see in everyday life. If you feel like you will be out of the loop when it comes to current events and the news, don't. If something is important enough, you'll hear about it from a friend, family member or colleague or classmate or so. Most information you consume is not actually informing you, it's distracting you. Even if you follow inspirational people on social media, turn to books, documentaries and podcasts for a while to learn from interesting people. Finally, when it comes to staying in touch with people, we could, we could all put a little more effort into it. During my social media talks, I... I, um... weekends, even just to see how they were doing for 10 minutes. 
Finally, I simply try to spend more time in person with people. Yes, everyone is busy nowadays, but I still made an effort. Guys, now it's your turn. The first step to successful social media detox is merely trying it. Even if you're hesitant or unsure, if you're going to do it, try it for a weekend. See how you feel after two or three consecutive days of being off social media. Like how you feel. Try a week of slowly process, if possible, to a full month. Many people find after their social media detoxes, they never want to come back. It's often the first step to not only a much common simple life, but disconnecting from social media for good. What do you think? Have you tried a detox from social media before? What happened? Let me know by emailing me and contacting me. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode, and I really hope that I helped you know a bit more about social media detox. And I hope you give it a go. And I'll hopefully see you in my next podcast episode. Bye! Okay, so now for the announcement, which I, you probably all be waiting to hear. In case you didn't already know, I have a YouTube channel and it's called Ayla Davidson and I'll link down the channel in the show notes so you can go check it out and if you haven't already watch the videos and if it's something that you like the content that you like please make sure you subscribe and so the answer is I'll be doing a giveaway soon uh, if you have been watched my videos you and check the description of my videos you would have seen a bit more information about that so please go check that out basically it's a giveaway I won't really spoil it because I want you guys to go down and check it out if it seems like something you're interested in there will be five winners that is the only information I gave you and it's international so wherever you are in the world you can get it because yeah we're gonna spoil it more so if you haven't already subscribed and the giveaway will happen once you reach 50 subscribers on that youtube channel I don't know if we can reach this goal, so please make sure you share your family persuade them to subscribe so that we can reach this goal together. And yeah, thank you all so much for the support and the love and the commitment to listening to these episodes. And yeah, I could just see how we're going to grow, especially in this upcoming year. And just thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you all. And I'll hopefully see you in my next podcast episode. Bye, guys.